episode one of Subliminal Thoughts. Welcome. This is new for both of us, actually. I haven't done a podcast in years. I've never done a podcast. So, ever. So, we, we decided to start off 2022 with like a banger, right? Something new that none of us have ever done. And truthfully, this business that we're doing <clears throat> in conjunction with this podcast, which is all going to make sense in the next couple months is like a way for us to really step outside of our comfort zone. Cause I've never done anything like this, you know, like oh, I've yeah. had my own podcast in like my, my, clo- my closet, but yeah, like, yeah. this is different. You know what I mean? So, um, I definitely know, think it's going to get all of us at least for sure. Me out of my comfort zone. You're already, yeah. like, you're used to being on camera way more than I'm not used to while, being on camera. Not in a while, but yeah, I mean, I'm saying <clears> like you at least have some experience of doing it and I've yeah, been talking about yeah. doing a YouTube channel for years. Longer, so this is like a good entryway. Yeah. And I mean, like, I'm nervous right now. Yeah. You know, but like, I know getting in front of the camera, putting myself out there, doing yeah, it with a homie at the great. same time is going to make it easier, yeah. but like, we'll get more comfortable talking about it. Yeah. Like you said, it'll feel more of like a, a real conversation. For sure. For sure. So we hashed out a couple questions for you guys. Daniel hashed out a couple questions. <clears throat> couple, uh, I guess the first thing is kind of like our new year's goal, right? 2022. Um, that has to do with like this business, this podcast. And just like our own personal goals, you know, and then we'll kind of start diving into other things. I guess to clarify, we have a photo studio or like a a creator studio. Yeah. And in a corner, we created a podcast area and we decided to create our own podcast. Yeah. But we're going to rent it out to the public and have uh, people will be able to have the availability to at least rent it out themselves. Yeah. And just that's the goal. Just like a chill vibe, you know, like the most important thing is when we created this studio was like. We want people to feel at home because every time we rented a studio, we we found so many nitpicks about like places where we were uncomfortable or like there wasn't enough chairs or it just wasn't like clean enough. There's a lot of problems with yeah, and, and, and no bashing any studios in Houston. Yeah, I mean, you guys gave us the inspiration to even open our own studio, but as a creator, or at least me as a creator, I'm a very, I'm a clean person. Daniel's a clean person. I'm very nitpicky of like the my environment for me to yeah. get in my creative zone. Yeah. And a lot of times one, we would go to a studio, it's in a really bad area of town that would kind of not only, I, I personally didn't mind it, but you know, some clients might not like that. Yeah. You don't want to have a high profile client come out to a sketchy area of town. That's the last thing you want. Um, and on top of that, we've had some mis, uh, some times where we've had like even his family will show up or like his wife and son and, some of the people that either own the place or were previously there, it's reeks of like pot. Weed. Or, it reeks yeah. of weed. And and again, I don't mind, but like it's... It's not professional. It's not an environment you want to be spending hundreds of dollars an hour yeah. to be renting out, you know? Yeah. Um, so we decided to kind of... We, we, we needed a space for ourselves, for our brands, and um, it just made sense for us to finally take the leap and yeah, open up something. And just create something that like we would have the pleasure of loving when we went to a photography studio, you know, like, oh, like a clean space, like s- size is not everything when it comes to like a photography studio, you know, it's all about like what you do with like the actual space itself. If it's clean, it has the, the, the psych psychorama, like infinity wall and people love that. And it's just like a way for creators to have more than they need, you know, in conjunction with like like you say, like a, a nice place that's clean and presentable and professional. So, uh, absolutely, know, yeah. I mean, because because uh, they should have seen this place before we 
oh, we yeah, built this yeah. out. This wall wasn't even here. This we'll, Minecraft. We'll wall put in it. some photos right now if if we can do that. We'll yeah. put in some photos of like the construction of this wall that me and my buddy Bob the Builder. Yeah. For a solid week and a half. For sure. Two weeks. <laughs> Literally, and um, you know, we we put a lot of sweat equity into this place, but it's more so. It goes beyond the dollar figures of this place because, you know, we we're actually, you know, we're opening in January 16th and we want to actually create like a culture. David and I were talking about, you know, this is not just a creator studio that we just make money off of as a business. It's more so about like that, you know, that's why we also like established this thing, this podcast creator studio, because like the guests that, you know, come into this place, like we may find their um, their backgrounds like very interesting. We're just like, hey, like we would love to have you on a podcast and just I feel like a podcast is a way to actually have a very engaging and deeper conversation yeah. with someone than just talking to them. It's like, cause or, every, or just putting a face <clears throat> to someone's Instagram. Yeah. Like, 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 like how you talked about me. Like I never put my face out yeah. there. No one really, a lot of people don't even know who I am. Yeah. Cause how many times have you had a conversation with a very intellectual individual and you're just like, yo, this should have been on the podcast. Like how many times has that happened? Like, or like when we had, we, we've done some photo shoots here and we've met, like when I met Dorian, you know, like he had a super cool story and a really yeah. interesting background. I've yeah. been perfect. <laughs> like uh, I'm seeing now like ways to kind of like uh, strategically plan, yeah. like like holding off on like, I'm not going to talk to Daniel today because like, hey, maybe we'll catch up on the podcast. Yeah, maybe there's a great topic that we would dive deeper into instead of like explaining it twice. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I and totally get more agree. of like an organic <clears throat> reaction. So yeah, the 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 goal with this this creator studio is to build more than one, right? The the first studio that we have, which is this one, is focused on like professional lighting. Um, like people who are coming in here actually know what to do with like strobe lights, et cetera, et cetera. For the sure. Next one, you know, hopefully, God willing, you know, when we do make good business um, and and a good reputation, we can open a second one that is the natural light um, that is more approachable for individuals that are just getting started, or maybe they want to rent it for like an event space, you know, something like that. And, you know, we have a lot of, we have a very big vision with this and what we're kind of doing with this podcast as a preliminary is a basis for like how we want to build our brands because truthfully, all of our brands are actually like intersecting in some shape or form, you know, like, because David and I are, are associated with so many different brands that we are just like, you know what, let's just build one hub that we can not only use ourselves, but have a lot of different people maybe we'll all interconnect and we can all network and help each other because in the realm of business, what's the best way is networking and helping other people succeed too, you know? So why not give them a place to succeed, which is right. the studio, you know? Because mm -hmm. there's, there's not one in Sugarland Stafford area. And if there is, we were the first. <laughs> to do what? Right? To build a, a photography studio. Oh, in Sugarland? Uh, yeah, 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 like yeah, a, yeah. A, a nice one. So, but yeah, anyways... Um, so those are kind of like our mini goals with like this studio. Um, yeah. Why, why did we start this place? I guess that was kind of like one of the things. I mean, if we want to get down to like the nit and gritty of yeah, like why, of, of why we actually started it was, yeah. um, at least to my knowledge was whenever Daniel works for a brand or he, he's a co-owner of a brand called Motive. Mm -hmm. I was living in San Antonio and they needed a content creator. I was like, Hey, let me move down here. We all came to the agreement. Like, I'll move down to Houston. It'll be easier for everybody. And we were running out a bunch of space and spending a lot of time and money, or they yeah. were spending a lot of time and money running out space for me to shoot. 
and it just seemed like it made a lot of sense for us to what to, to keep up with their high demand that they needed to grow as a business. They needed to be shooting really constantly. Uh, and I just didn't have the time to be traveling back and forth to all these different places. I thought it would make sense if we invested into a studio where we could have, like, like Daniel said, a hub to where we could shoot for Motive and shoot for Steezy and like all, all these other brands like that Daniel said we work for. But I think that's how it organically was brought up in my, from what I remember. Yeah. I think so. Um, yeah, we were just traveling around town. You know, spaces were always booked up, you know, because it's like as a brand, you're always, as a new brand, you're always like doing things like on the fly. You know, if you're a bigger brand, then yeah, you, you can't really do those things. But as a new brand, we were just like, hey, we need to book the studio like next week, like in four days. and Or, no or, or there was like, there's a lot of th occasions where I was like scrambling last minute that we needed stuff. And then they would be like, okay, we'll book a studio. And I'm like, yeah, shit. Okay, well, <laughs> that's like 45 minutes that way. Now I got to collaborate with all these models and make sure they can yeah. make a 45 minute commute. So it was, it was a great, a great studio, but it was the one that we were going to. But um, it was just such a pain in the ass to commute back and forth, back and forth, and then pay all these fees. We didn't know how long we were going to shoot for. So if we're there and we needed an extra 45 minutes, could we stay? How much does that cost? There was a lot of, for how much we were paying already to rent out someone else's studio, we could not only open our own studio and pay that per month, but save money and potentially even make money. So it just, yeah. it seemed like an obvious decision. So for you like business newbies out there, anything that you spend an excessive amount of money on or any issues that you have, this is kind of like telling you guys when you open a business, it should always be a problem solver in some shape or form that you've seen in any industry, right? Like socks, jewelry, clothing. Or not really studio. solving a problem, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess you are, but it's nothing revolutionary. I mean, yeah, we're not solving anything revolutionary. It hasn't been done before. We're just like... We're, 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 we're trying to at least fix a problem <clears throat> with this studio of yeah. giving a quality experience, yeah. which, and I'm not saying we have the craziest, most lavish studio, but we promise you when you come here, you're going to have a very clean, nice top-notch equipment that you can use and, and a nice facility, you know, and over time when we get more income, you know, we can invest in bigger and better things or other locations. But yeah, I mean, for right now, I think we're very competitive with at least the studios I've personally been to, you know? Yeah. I, I, th I think the only thing we really lack at this location is natural sunlight, which I know for a lot of photographers is very important, but um, mm. that's why this studio is very tailored to people that are wanting to get into studio photography where it's a lot of product photography, uh, brand photography, product shot photography. Um, I mean, we, we have a big led wall here, right? Yeah. Like right across from me where you could do pretty, all types of lifestyle psyched. type stuff. And we have a whole nother wall right here where we could put some other stuff, but, um, it, it's other than that, I think the only thing we're really missing is like a natural light type facility. Yeah. And, and, that and, and that's what we're already looking at for another location. Yeah. That would be a second location. We've already kind of explored that. Um, just didn't make sense right now. But anyways, we open January 16th. We actually just made the flyer today. Today is January 6th, so in 10 days. All you really need is 10 days of marketing. But um, we open January 16th, and we're kind of collaborating with an individual that has a pretty renowned car group, um, car community. I always see car communities as like, 
networking with like upper echelon individuals that are in business already. So as a creator studio, why not bring more creators in terms of like creators of business and creators of photography or whatever the case may be into one common place? Because like we talked about, we're, you know, trying to build a culture and, you know, cars don't really correlate with what we're trying to do, but it's like when people build car community groups, they're like doing it for like networking, right? That's why people are in there because all of these successful entrepreneurs, they have the same mindset. So it's like, why not try to bring more of these people together and be like, Hey, we have a photography studio. If you need uh headshots or if you need marketing for your business, like you can do that for people. And, <clears throat> you know, doing this whole thing, this, this grand opening of January 16th is like a little bit unconventional, but I think that it would actually be beneficial in our way. So we haven't talked to the landlord, so hopefully we don't get in trouble for that. <laughs> but I do think that in order to build a culture, you got to do it somewhere. And how do you expedite that is by bringing people who already have a community that's different from your community and bring it all together. Because those other people also have different communities. And I feel like if we just did it on our own and was like, hey, Sugarland Photo Studios is doing a grand opening, like people are going to be like, if they're not doing photography, like why the hell would they come? Right. You know, it's like, oh, well, good for you. Uh, okay, I'll book my appointment soon. You know, so. Yeah, I mean, from, from whenever Daniel came, came to me with this idea, I didn't really understand it at all. Yeah. Just because I was like, why would we have these car guys <laughs> come to our, our photo yeah. studio? It made no sense. But, um, I mean, hell, when I first got into photography, shooting dope cars was really cool. Yeah. You know, and I never really got many opportunities to shoot really exotic cars. So, uh, I mean, looking back now, I think it's actually an awesome idea to have, if you are a creator and you want to, um, yeah. one, check out a photo studio and kind of, I'm, I'm hoping a lot of creators come out, you know, and then that way you guys can network. And you'll have some dope content. Y'all can shoot at the same time. It seems like a win-win. And on top of that, you can network yeah. with, with, with some of these people that, that are very successful that can afford these exotic vehicles, you know. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's definitely going to be a fun experience. I'm excited to open up. Yeah, for sure. It's but been it's, a long time. <laughs> yeah, that, that's going to be that's going to be a really dope event. And, you know, hopefully it has a good turnout. Um, but speaking of like entrepreneurs and stuff like that, I know like you, both of you and I are entrepreneurs, right? You are an entrepreneur and like, if you didn't know, David is great at digital marketing, content creation, everything. So like, have you ever went into a, like had a client, right? You, you know, I know you have like disclosures with clients, but you don't need to name anyone specific, but yeah, like yeah. when you, as a creator, have you ever had like a bad client to where like, you really did not like working with them. Um, yes. To be honest, I've been very fortunate to not yeah. have like a lot of those clients. Yeah. And, uh, but I think it's also because I'm, I find, I, I think of myself as a very, uh, aware person whenever I'm yeah. going on these calls with people to see if I even want to work with them in the first place. Yeah. I'm pretty good at gauging if they're going to be a really pain in the ass to work with. Yeah. Like, Pretty quickly. Yeah. Sometimes you can't detect it. Sometimes other things that you can't foresee happening just happen. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I have, I, I don't really want to go into depth of like <laughs> who those people are. And, and yeah. it's, I can only really think of two, but no, for, man, for, for the most part, I've been very fortunate enough to have yeah. awesome clients. Cause like, 
throughout what like the four or five years I've known you, you've been like, you're probably like one of the most patient, but like <laughs> patient, <laughs> patient, patient in different terms, but patient in different ways of like, you're a people pleaser. I'm definitely like, a people you, pleaser. You want everybody happy. 100%. And no matter how much you don't sleep, you want to make sure that those people are happy. You know what I'm saying? That's a, yeah, that's a blessing and a curse because it's also, I want people to, I want to please people, but also just for me as myself, it's how my brain works, man. It's really hard for me to go to sleep until I started something. I need to finish it or I have an idea my brain's just running 24-7. It's really hard for me to sleep in general, <laughs> as because you like, know that. You're like, because you're you're in a business, like, being a content creator, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know this. When you hire a content creator, you hire a content creator for their style, right? And so, like, what I've seen throughout the years, and, <clears> and I've, been, I've been guilty of this, too. When I hire a content creator, I just see their skills. But then I'm like, well, I'm hiring you to come into my brand, so I need it to look like my brand. So I'm asking you to change your style, right? So like as a content creator, I I definitely see like a lot of hardships with that because you you deal with so many different people as a creator, right? Mm-hmm. And every brand or every person has like a different style. Yeah. And it's like that's that's tough, bro. It's like that's what I'm saying is because every single time you work with a brand, you're always a different style. Like, how do you do that? How do you, how do you change your style when it isn't your style? You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, it's a great question, to be honest. Um, Because you're so used to, like, one way of doing it. The best way to answer that is, if you want to make it in this field, you have to be versatile. You're not, in my opinion, some people are very fortunate enough to be, um, and they're in, let's just say, the fitness community, right? And, and they're, they've <laughs> only shot people in the fitness community. Sometimes they can just explode and yeah. survive in the fitness world, right? Yeah. But what I typically see is people getting used and then pff, spat back out, and then they just replace it with another person that's better. Yeah. It's just a, a recycling type. Or like someone that will do it cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for me, what I've noticed is most people that are full-time content creators that are like seasoned creators, they're doing everything, man. They're doing real estate. They're doing yeah. actual uh, brand-type content. They're, they're, they're literally covering all aspects. But yeah, I think you're right. I mean, some people have a style, but I think if you're, if you want to be a versatile content creator, you're going to have to, or get hired by multiple different brands. You have to learn to adapt and you have to learn to look at a, when a brand comes to me and uh, they say, Hey David, like we want to do this campaign for, for this type of vibe. There's these types of people are going to be involved. It's for this type of product. Obviously, I can't throw Zephyr's twist on it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's unless it's a streetwear type fashion brand. But if you're asking me how I personally do it, I've done all that type of stuff. I still work with people like that. But guess who I'm working for primarily? Zephyr and Steezy. Uh, Both streetwear brands. Yeah. You know, because that's just like it's the the lane I'm good in. It's the lane yeah. or I think I'm good in. I know very well. Um, and I enjoy. Yeah. You know, so I, I think... I don't know if I answered your question, but I think um, I think if you have how I manage it, I think I manage it just because it's just like a job, man. You sometimes you got to do what you got to do, and if you can make money doing what you love, which is let's just use that for Easy for example, yeah. I mean, I, I would love to do that forever. Yeah, 
but sometimes you need more income or sometimes you need, or there is no work with Zephyr Steezer. You don't have that luxury, right? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think everybody's answer is going to be different. Uh, Cause I've even talked to some of my friends and they're like, they get annoyed when other companies come to them, asking them to produce a specific style. Right. And they're like, no, like you came to me. This is my style. Yeah. That, Cause I've that's heard what of that. you should expect. I've heard of that so many times. And I've been like that before, but then I also realized you don't get fucking any business, Yeah, you know, or you push a lot of people away. Yeah. And I'm, I'm all, I was very hungry when I got into this in the beginning, I would take anything, weddings, portraits, graduations. Yeah. You, you filmed know? my wedding. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and it probably and it probably yeah. wasn't the best, right? Because that's uh-huh. not what I'm good at. Right. You know, like to, to be a great wedding photographer, you need to like be a huge people person, in my opinion. Yeah. And I'm not. You know, I'm a very introverted person. And I think to be a good for that style, right? You need to be very outgoing, yeah, extrovert, yeah. and like make everybody feel seen, comfortable yeah. and like in my opinion, this is all my opinion, but I, I definitely know a lot of introverted content creators. I think a lot of content content creators and good content creators are introverts. They're very, yeah. I feel like a lot of high level entrepreneurs, yeah, or are just, introverts or just entrepreneurs. Yeah, they're yeah. they're introverts. You know, it's like it's weird because because even were, you, you're introverted. I feel I feel like that. I you're feel, both. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like right in between because because I feel like if you're if you're good at business, you're always focused, right? You're you're focused in your own lane. Like when I go to the gym, I don't talk to anybody. I'm just in my zone and I just do my thing. And it's not because you don't want to talk to somebody or socialize with them or network with them, but it's just like, that's just, if you're focused, you're driven, like you have one goal in mind and you're done, you just- Yeah, that's not, that's not an introvert, <laughs> right? In my opinion. Okay, so- Because for me, it's not that I don't want to talk to people. It's like, I don't even know what I'm going to say. I get nervous of like, oh, I don't. I mean, I'm, okay, I'm not. So maybe I'm, I'm not an introvert. I'm not gonna. I mean, and, and, and maybe that might not be an introvert. Maybe <laughs> yeah, that yeah. might just be social anxiety. You know, uh, that's a good. That's and, a good phrase. And I think yeah. that also plays into a lot of introverts. In my, at least for yeah. me, because I think, it, I think I'm sometimes. not like walking into social situations like, oh my god, like what do I say to this person? Yeah. I'm so nervous. It's more like I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing and just be quiet. And if a conversation comes up, I'll talk. So that's a good phrase because I feel like. It's situational because I do sometimes get social anxiety where I'm just like, okay, I don't know what to say to people. So I agree with you. And the people you're with. And I feel like, yeah. And I feel like I, as I've gotten older, I've become like that a little bit more and more because you get social anxiety, social anxiety, because I I did, (laughs) I did social media, like YouTube and stuff for such a long time, like four years. And I was, um, for me, that's a long time. And I was always accustomed to talking to people constantly, meeting new people, like when they come up to me in the gym or come That's up true. to me in the mall and stuff like that. And now that I've just been like out of that realm, like I don't want to do that anymore. That exposure isn't... I don't care about it. Yeah. Maybe like I'm just different now because used to like, let's just say 2018, man, I'll hop into a crowd of like 10 people that are just like subscribers and I'll just like chat up a storm. <laughs> now it's like, I don't even, I don't even want to do that. Like Dude, right. the other day I left. Um, wait, wait, but, but but why don't, when you say you don't want to do that, do you mean like you don't care to do it anymore? You don't care about those people or that's just not something that like gives you pleasure like it did before? Because like, are you like, did like you would jump, would you jump in the crowd because you'd be like, oh, I, they know who I am. I'm going to go introduce myself and like. No, so, so I, I had an example like yesterday. So mm-hmm. I was leaving the gym 
and I was exiting and there's a girl blocking the way because she was taking a photo for a group of guys and they, they said my name, like three of them, three out of the five guys and I pretend like I didn't hear it <laughs> just so I wouldn't have to talk to them. What's up guys? <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's not because I was rude, but it's just like, I just don't have that interest anymore. Yeah. It's, it's almost like you don't want the attention. You don't want like the spotlight. Oh, that's so good. Right. I don't want the attention anymore. Yeah. Because I lived three or four years of my life where I was showing every single aspect of my life. Like if I didn't record something on YouTube or my, my Instagram story, it never existed. Do you ever cringe at your old stuff? No, because I've, that's yes good. and no. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's, that's yeah. good. Yeah. I be, because <laughs> I, when you grow up, you realize your perspectives change for in sure. life. And now that I have a kid, I'm married, um, second on the way, but wait, dude, how many people know about that? Not a lot of people, but oh. I mean, I don't, I don't know how many people are going to actually wow. like hear every single second of this, but my perspective has really changed in life. And I've really learned how to be more private in life. Maybe it's what's happened in the past two years of my life that has taken that turn. But I realize why so many high level entrepreneurs don't want attention. And my wife has always been like that. She's always been like, okay, every single time I've been on like meetups and stuff, she's always just be to the side. She doesn't care for it because there's always a certain like bad juju, like a vibe type thing. Right. What, 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 what with, uh, with just anybody, just, just like, big exposure. Yeah. Just big exposure. Like you, you're open, you're more open to like bad vibes or, or rumors good vibes or, or whatever the case may be that just like bring like atmospheric pressure in your life. Yeah. Okay. I, right? I get what you're saying. So it was like, it was weird. I just unintentionally stepped out of the spotlight because during like the pandemic of like COVID when everything was shut down, I realized how amazing my life was without the cameras. Yeah. Like in the beginning of like 2020, you probably got to relax. Yeah. I wouldn't say relax, but, but I didn't. Yeah. You, you get yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, you don't have to worry about what you're wearing every day or making sure you're on, on your shit 24 seven. Yeah. And yeah. the moment of realization for me was when the whole state was shut down and there was no gyms, I was working out with cases of water bottles. You remember when I was posting? Oh, yeah, I, I remember Instagram? you posting all that content. And I realized after like four <laughs> days, I was like, why am I doing this? Because of what? Because I want to continue to motivate people. You got a little taste of what you used to get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you did. Like, you, you probably got like a little bit of dopamine hits of like all these likes and comments and people DMing you like, dude, this is sick. Like you, you yeah, inspired those me. Po those posts went viral. Yeah. Well, in my case, viral. So I was like, oh my God. And then I realized like, you know. You caught yourself. I caught myself and I was like, babe, like it feels good not to do this. Right. And, and then I just didn't pick up my camera anymore. And I just didn't film anything anymore. And it felt crazy, bro. Because you met me when, like, you met me through social media. Oh, yeah, I, I you, met you, like, at your peak. And I, I remember meeting you. <laughs> that was fun, if any. And, and, and I could sense this persona. Uh, and, and I'm not talking yeah, about yeah, down. No, 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 I'm saying but I could sense you had a persona. And when I say ego. persona. Ego. Ego. Okay, there we go. Ego. Yeah, like, like an could, upfront ego. Because like when I say persona, I don't mean like you're different on camera than off camera. That's not, yeah. that's not what I mean. I'm saying like I could tell, I could see the real Daniel, but when I saw you around other people, there, there was a different Daniel. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and, and, and sure. that's And that's the egotistical Daniel. Yeah. And it wasn't always bad. It was just very 
dominant. Superficial. And super, yeah, dude. Yeah. Cool. Okay, we're back. Technical difficulties. <laughs> so anyways, like I was saying, now that I've really, like, stepped away from, like, social media, like, I'm still on social media, but, like, not as much, right? It's not your job. Yeah, I see so many people that I used to associate with, and the, there's two kinds, right? The people who are still doing it full time, I see the tiredness that they don't want to deal with anymore, but they have to keep up to stay relevant. And then there's a second group where, because eventually you grow old and you have your own business, you have to weigh the pros and cons out of being a business owner versus being a social media influencer. And if you really want to reach that like next level, you can't be the social media influencer that you once were. And if you still are, you're not as successful as you should be in your business. So it's weird because social media has such an amazing presence, right? So many people that I know are, dude, extremely successful. Don't, don't have anything. When you say successful, do you mean financially <clears throat> successful? Yeah, financially successful. Don't have any brands. It's just like, I guess them, they themselves are their brand. It's ambassadors it, or? Yeah, just like coaching and stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Which is great. But then I still see like what you're talking about. The fitness community is what I'm mostly involved in, but it's like yeah. superficial, bro. Like there's no community anymore. Like when I first entered YouTube, bro, like in fitness, everyone was all about, yo, let's, let's collab together. Let's collab together. Mm -hmm. And it's like, now it's like, what do you want from me? And that was the biggest thing that like you, I mean, I grew up in fitness and like I've, I've, mm -hmm. I've always been involved in fitness since like high school. Yeah. And a lot of people you were involved with and even you in general, like I knew who you were. And like I looked up to you guys and like idolized like you and your group of people. That's crazy when you say idolize. I'm like, bro, like would you idolize it? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's true though. Like a lot of yeah, people yeah. are gonna be like on the same boat as me for sure, for you sure. Know? And when I met you, I got like an inside scoop, yeah, and an inside look of the reality of crazy, uh, of what you go through, what they go through. Like it, it made it real. And like it, you yeah. weren't like an idol anymore. You're like a real person. Yeah. And, and and I'm not trying to like talk you up or anything. I'm saying like yeah. I remember meeting you for the first time. I was like, oh shit, like oh shit, this is Daniel Hoang, you oh, know, Hong, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like it was kind of a big deal for me, and uh, yeah, and it, it was just a really cool um, perspective ch shift. Seeing like yeah, oh the like I can be a part of this group, and like they're just normal fucking people. They're just like you and me, but they've just gotten opportunities whether it's Platform. from hard work yeah for sure but no it was really cool dude and um i i can i i definitely saw the superficialness in the fitness world and, and just in the ambassador world in general but especially in the fitness in the fitness uh industry because of it's yeah. revolved around people's bodies dude like dude like since like i first got involved i think i've seen three to four generations of influencers like right. just come and go come and, like and go like what's trending and what's yeah, not trending yeah. it's, what it's works, so what crazy doesn't. now when you see it and if you know what i know in terms of like the people in the industry like if you know who i know and like what i know about them you don't <laughs> right. want to be involved in this industry you know it's so and that's and that right there's what i'm talking about it's that, so that crazy. gave me like the 
perspective. I was like, oh shit. Like, yeah, like what you see on social media, obviously a lot of people say this, but what you see on social media, despite how big their brands are, how big they are as social media influencers, like these people are not to be idolized. And it, are you saying it's they're a lot worse off camera? Like they're shitty people? And I'm sure that yes and no. Okay, like not all of them, obviously, but yeah. I mean, I feel like we're going really deep into this, but yes and <laughs> right. yes and no because there's a lot of good people in yeah, the yeah. industry, but there's far more shitty people than good people. There is it's literally a dime a dozen when it comes to good people in the industry. And in what and what the fitness industry? I feel like with any in any industry, but what I'm speaking about is the fitness industry because of what I've been involved in. You know, like I've seen brands rise and fall. I've seen people rise and fall. I've seen relationships. I've been through relationships that have risen and fallen, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like I have great relationships with so many people that that I've met since the beginning. And I have, you know, relationships that just weren't meant to be. And that's totally fine, you know? Right. But, dude, like the industry, the people, the grittiness, like... It's so bad. Like, there's a lot of people that have been in this industry for a long time. Even a lot of newcomers that are like big in the space. Again, will still, probably still tell fitness. You, yeah, still fitness. Because I only know about the fitness industry. Yeah, yeah. Even true. young kids that are in the industry now that are big in the industry will probably tell you the same thing. Like, they don't fuck with a lot of people because it's like, it's weird because you want to work with a lot of people and you want to help a lot of people and collab with them and help them grow. But then you also don't because if you open your heart too much, everyone will try to grab a piece of it. You know, I'm sure it's like that with the creators community, you know, every community has their, you know, their good and bad. Right. But dude, the fitness space, especially like here in Houston is such a big space of creators. Like so many people have moved here from different states and countries, and I'm just like, why? You know what I mean? Like, I, again, for fitness? Yeah, 100%. Because it's what I involve. Because what I, it's, it's, it's what I said before. They don't know this stuff. Yeah, they, like, they, if you know... They like, see all this as idolizing. And to be honest, yeah. bro, like, th- uh, just to be honest, like, this is just your experience. This is just th- th- my this experience, This is just correct. your perspective. Everybody's different. You Everybody's know, because yeah. uh, I know... I'm sure there's people that you might have met before... Now you're like, oh, yeah, I don't like that dude. Like, he's a fucking, he's an asshole or whatever. Yeah. He might be an amazing friend to somebody else. 100%. You know? And I'm not saying, like, you're in the wrong for no, feeling that way. Maybe, Like you said, maybe you guys just aren't meant to be friends. Yeah, that's like you every know? relationship. Like, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever relationship. It's like the same thing. Like, you may be an amazing partner for one person, but your past relationship, you were toxic. Yeah. You know, like maybe it's just, you just weren't meant, the stars just didn't align, you know? Right. But dude, like, you know what I know because you're like one of my best friends and I've literally told you everything. Yeah. Like I've shown you. You've opened Pandora's box, bro. Literally, bro. (laughs) And I. It's mind blowing. It's crazy because you don't want to say anything, like any names because it's, it's beneath you. Right. But then. Huh? There's no need to like mention. There's no need. Yeah, yeah. there's no need to 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 mention names, but it's like, bro, like <laughs> facades. Bro, come everywhere. Dude, that is an amazing word because facade is so big. Like David uses the word facade a lot. Do I? You do, bro. <laughs> like when when we talk about like 
It's a facade. It's Fugazi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fugazi, <laughs> Fugazi. Yeah, shit like that. I mean, it's crazy, but like sometimes, I mean, not sometimes, all the time, you should be the bigger man in every situation. You know, like, like I said, my, my perspective in the past two years has changed so much, like so much. I think I've grown up more in this past year and a half to two years than I have in my entire life. Like I've seen so much like lawsuits just being, just being taken advantage of, like being torn down, like, Emotional you know, roller coasters, man. Yeah, bro. And <laughs> Financial you know, roller coasters. And, and you know, like for me, my entire life, I never used, the, the whole entire time that you've known me, I've never used the word anxiety. And I always say, oh, you don't have anxiety. I can You're never not. associate the word with Daniel and anxiety. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't even think that would ever exist. Yeah. You so, seemed impenetrable. And it's like, because I've, I get it from my dad. Like, it's like a shell that is very hard to break and like, if something bad happens to me in life, I always just say, you know what? On to the next one. I don't, I don't sulk about it. I don't dwell on it. I don't dwell on it. I don't like, uh, let it ruin my day. (laughs) Or at least like out, like extra externally stress about it. But internally you're like, yeah, fuck. But I've, I've (laughs) dove in so deep into character finding and like purpose in life Mm -hmm. that like, Holy shit. I'm glad you brought that up because you, in your 2022 like New Year's post, you posted something and I was going to ask you about it because I was curious. What? So are you going to be Buddhist now? So <laughs> <laughs> can someone really be Buddhist unless or, you're I mean, like, Are you going to practice like Buddhism? Yeah, yeah. So so the reason why I... So in my 2022, like one of my New Year's resolutions was to go to the Buddhist temple once a week, right? Probably in the weekends. Because I was obviously raised as a Buddhist, but I, I know Buddhism isn't a religion. It's a philosophy, right? So you can come and go as you please, right? You can practice other religions, but when you're practicing other religions, you can't practice Buddhism. It's weird. So so can you be a Christian Buddhist? You can be, if you're a Buddhist, but you can't if you're a Christian. Like Christianity doesn't allow So if you're a Christian that. or if, you, if you're a Buddhist, you have the flexibility to go practice to other religions. To do anything you want. To do anything you want. Gotcha. Okay. Because it's a philosophy, not original religion, right? So the reason why I'm doing that is because <clears throat> I have like, like we talk about like, have had so much anxiety in my life that like some days I just break down. Like I, I don't cry. I don't cry. Yeah, but it's like, it's it's not that I don't like to cry. It's just I can't cry. Like, what do you mean? Like, I just I just can't. Like you weren't trained to like. I got trained. I got my ass when I was a kid. So I was always crying. But, but in terms of like, if something stresses me out so much, yeah. I can't cry. I'll go to the gym. Really? Yeah. I'll just I'll just destroy the weight room. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little envious. I mean, I'm not saying I cry all the time, but I'm saying like. And like, like I said, I get there from my dad. It's like a shell that is really hard to crack. Yeah. But 2021 destroyed me, like destroyed me. And as a husband, you never let it reflect to your wife, right? You, you never talk to your wife about it because you're supposed to be the supporter of the household. You're supposed to be the man of the household. So you never talk to like, like if you're stressed, well, you, 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 you talk to your wife, like, you, you talk to your wife, but you, like I, 
You don't let it overwhelm her. Yeah, I never let it overwhelm her or stress her out. Or I don't put your problems on her. Exactly. I, I don't because as a husband, I don't feel like you should. Yeah, I hear you. You know, and um, I feel like you're like that too. And so... <laughs> I, I can't so, be, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so I mean, um, the Buddhism thing, it ties to... It ties to uh, what we did in what I did in 2020, and um, the reason why I did it is because I did not believe in feng shui, and I did not believe in the horoscopes and the zodiacs. I did not believe in that stuff. You know how a lot of people are like, "Oh, you're a Taurus. You're a you're a um, you lost me. <clears throat> you're a Sagittarius or whatever, right? I don't know what anything had to do with life, right? Yeah, yeah. you know how like each uh, horoscope like defines your character or whatever, right? Yeah, so yeah. in Chinese culture, you have the zodiacs, right? Oh, so it's super big in your culture? Yeah, super big in my culture. But I'd, I'd, oh, I'd never like I that. was never super superstitious, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm the year of the sheep, which was born in 1991. Every 12 years is your same zodiac, right? So I was born in 2012, 1991, and uh, I was a sheep. And uh, I was a sheep, haha. <laughs> um, <laughs> so in 2000 and <clears throat> the end of 2019 dwelling on to no the end of 2020 rolling on to 2021 my cousin amy who's superstitious texted me hey 2021 is it's called in chinese called fan tai sorry and i was always like what is that like you know like I, i'm the person who doesn't even believe in feng shui i don't even know northeast southwest so i was like what is that and i looked it up Two months ago, and Fan Tai Sui in Chinese translating to English means this is the year that you offended the gods. And I never. 2021? 2021 was my year that I offended the gods. She just randomly texted you this? <clears throat> Daniel, yeah. you've offended the gods. Well, she looks out for, she looks out for me because I bought her house. Oh, so wow. she's like, you know, she's always looking out for me, like business wise. Oh, this house is going to be good it's for you. It's a big business. statement just to text somebody. <laughs> huge, bro. Huge. Because she's like my older sister. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I never, I never like, I never believed it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, thanks, cuz. You know, just like shrug, shrugged it off. 2021 was definitely my fantasy. Is she Buddhist? Yes. Okay. And um, I was like, at the end of the year, when my dad came to me and he told me about what 2021 was supposed to mean for me, she was 100% accurate. Because 2021 was probably mentally my worst year in my entire life and <clears throat> my dad came to me the other day because he knew that like 2021 was like fantasy sorry and he never knew what had happened to me he knows about my lawsuits and stuff but um he told me that 2022 my reading of this year is supposed to be my best year i've ever had in my life so after fantasy sorry the next year is supposed to be the best year you've ever had like a learning experience. Yeah, yeah. And how I got to that point, and I know you don't want to talk about this because this is a sore subject, was because I dabbled unknowingly into black magic in 2019. 20, no, 2020. I didn't know that's what you... I, I, I that's, didn't, that's what I was going to talk about. That's not what I was going to talk okay. about. Or th th that's not what I was telling you I didn't want to talk about. Okay, I forgot okay. all about that. <laughs> but you yeah. really want to go down that route? I just want to explain a little bit as like how mm. I got to that point. Go for it. So... I dabbled into black magic in 2020 unknowingly. Give some context. I'm going to give some context. Uh, of what you mean by black magic. 
and again, cards. I'm not involved in this. This you're, is yeah, David. This David, is nothing to do with him. David is not involved. Mom, in this. if you're watching, I do not do this. So I, but, um, I because I'm Buddhist, um, and I, no. I just say I'm Buddhist, but I don't know anything about it because every religion, every philosophy, warns you against this. And what I mean by black magic is tarot cards. There you go. Right. Yeah. So I was so like I, I first got introduced to this, this, this whole tarot card reading in mid 2020, and. It was such a crazy ride because fortune telling, tarot card reading is the devil's magic. And you took it seriously whenever it was being yeah, done? Yeah, because every single time we had a reading, which was usually two, three, four in the morning, it was accurate. <laughs> it, it, it was accurate, bro. Really? A hundred percent. And they say that when you get... I wouldn't say the word possessed because I wasn't possessed, but when something takes over you, it becomes addicting. And because if you do something and it has gratification to it, like it works, you want to keep doing it, right? Are you implying the, the tarot card reading? Yes. Okay. So I, I did it every single day. And I'll tell you what, like... Wait, what? Fucking crazy. When were you doing this every single day? There? At my house. But with... Hey, Oh, okay. Yeah. So over the phone. Yes. Two, so, three, so, four you, you, so you weren't actually physically doing it. it you was, don't need to physically be You there. were engaged I'm in the process. by asking the questions. Okay. And so, th so you were on the phone asking these questions to someone. FaceTime. So this shit is like seeing you. Okay. And so I, I became addicted because 2020 was the year that I saw more money in my entire life in five months than I've ever seen, ever like in anyone's bank account in terms of business transactions to me every single day. And I, you knew, and I kind of told you a gist of it. Yeah. But disclaimer, my wife never dabbled into it and she hated me for it. And she always went to bed early for it. So it was weird because I, I told you I, in 2020, in the five months time frame, and my, my manufacturer told me about this. About what? Okay, so maybe I should give a little bit more context as to the business I actually went into, but I don't want to. So let's just not go into it. Yeah, yeah. Let's... So anyways, we went, I went into this business and my manufacturer from China and I became really close, like super close. We'd FaceTime every night and she, me and my wife would literally talk every single night. Um, we would communicate all the time because in the flow of practice, when you make a lot of business transactions, you want to make sure, especially with someone from China, you want to make sure you're on their good side because if you're sending them millions of dollars, they can just disappear, disappear. Right. right. So we wanted to be on her good side. And, you know, she was like, she even read like my fortune, like from the Buddhist perspective, like there, there's like uh like it, essence, it, like uh is it like a Zodiac where it's already pre yes, written? Yes. Kind gotcha. of. And she predicted it that like in, May of 2020 all the way to October of 2020 was going to be my most successful year in my entire life. And this was in April. She was like, you're going to see more money than you ever have, but you need to be careful. And that was it. You know, mm -hmm. like in any religion, they always like kind of give you clues and then they stop and they make you discover what it's supposed to be. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh my gosh, it came true. It was crazy, but I wasn't careful. And so this, this tarot card thing, I turned an amazing year 
of success and I went down and dug myself a hole when I shouldn't have done that because I shouldn't have tried to learn my future because destiny already has a plan, right? Destiny already has a plan for you. Your life is drawn out, in my opinion. And if you try to change that or you try to predict and find out faster, mm. that's the devil's magic, in my opinion. Mm. I mean, I'm not like this holy guy or anything, you know what I mean? And I don't know a whole lot about this, but what I am saying is that exactly what had happened to me is what a lot of people warn about. Yeah. You should never try to do fortune telling. And that's why we, when you see all these fortune tellers, there's usually in like shady shacks and shit. It's like black magic. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's, I mean, I don't want to go too far into the subject, but um, from my standpoint, yeah, I mean, there's one person that has that power and it's God. And to, to give that ability to predict the future, read yeah. someone's mind or whatever, and from my background, that only comes from one type of person. That's yeah, you, you yeah. know, and and that's not of God, right? And again, yeah. I don't want to go down this whole like path. Elon Musk and shit. Like right. what he's trying to do, you know? Do like what? Elon Musk with the Neuralink and like they register your memory. Well, and I mean, shit. that's that's a little different. That shit kind of crazy though. Oh, it's super crazy. But as yeah. far as like playing with black magic, I, that's not even in the same yeah. category. So the like the whole black. I mean, I won't go too far deeper into it, but the whole black magic ruined my twenty twenty one. And it brought lawsuits, lawsuits that aren't my fault, right? Just people that owe me a lot. Keep it at that. People owe me a lot of money and it's because I feel like I was being punished. I had so much success that I didn't know what to do with it. And it was all taken away from me because I was greedy. And that's where you speak of like this superficial, this like this whole thing of, you know, uh, like an ego, right? I had such a big ego when I was at this point. I even told my sister-in-law, I told like my wife, I told my mother-in-law, I told my parents. You feel invincible. I felt fucking invincible. Like yeah. when you do- I, I have felt that, just not, I can't even imagine that. Cause I, I mean, again, I'm not gonna go into that, but yeah. like, I, I remember you telling me a few things and like the amount of numbers you were doing and like, I've done like, I've done crazy numbers too, yeah. and it's fucking extremely overwhelming, and you yeah, feel on top of the this. world, and you think it's going to last forever, and it doesn't. And when it doesn't, fuck, dude, it feels like the world's crumbling down. But it also, like, taught me the most amazing lesson, and now I have to fight back for it, right? And that's, at least you learn something from yeah, it. Yeah, I have to fight back for it, what's supposed to rightfully mine, and that's another subject, but what's rightfully mine. But like you say, it has taught me the most amazing life perspective like i am dude i don't remember the last time i bought anything that i did not need mm -hmm. that's the key word i have not bought anything that i do not need and i've yeah. literally i've seen that firsthand with you, you for you've sure. seen that bro like i don't we tried getting a plant today and a hundred dollar <laughs> plant for daniel was just in all picture. of 2021 <laughs> in all of 2021 after learning these lessons I mean, I'm still paying for it today, right? In all of 2021 and this year and the next few years following forth, I will never really buy anything that I do not need. Of course, like, you know, once a lot of this stuff is over, like you, 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 you need to enjoy your life again, right? Because yeah, you yeah. work so hard. But I look at so many people now and I see, especially with social media, like you talk about this, this persona, 
being flashy and I see I was there, man. Like, bro, there was a period of like two and a half years where you knew me and I was just buying cars left and right. Mm-hmm. And I look at myself now and I'm just like, I was fucking stupid. Right. You know what I mean? You like invested that. A hundred percent. You know, like. But also so, that, that wasn't as mainstream to invest back then either. So Yeah, yeah. But I was so stupid and I've learned from like my people now who are all older than me have just, I look at their successes and I look at what they've done. Like my mentor, my older brother, he's flashy. Adrian? Kind of. No. My mentor, oh. Jeremy. Oh, okay. Your right? actual we'll, mentor. We'll have him on a podcast too. Gotcha, I really gotcha. want you to yeah, like hear I'm, his shit. I want to meet him. He's going to do a podcast. He, he's in Colorado right now, but he'll come. <laughs> but I, I look at him and the shit that he's been through. And yes, he's a flashy individual, like, you know, but he's also the most humble individual you will ever meet. And, and I giving, right? Giving, bro. Like just giving. And I, I don't want to be this person that ever, I don't want to be this person that I saw in 2021 ever, bro. Because I, I sometimes like, I numbed myself, bro. I like played Call of Duty every single night till like two, three in the morning. <laughs> and it, well, I know it was like in like my escape from reality. It's not that like my wife wasn't my escape from reality, but sometimes like you say, we can't put that pressure like on them and because that was they don't escape? deserve that. And that was my escape. And it was weird because like a lot of people resort to like drugs and shit like that, but I, I don't do that stuff. I'm, do, I'm, I, I resort to video games too. Yeah. It, it's, it's a very safe and, and you get to enjoy it with your friends too. So it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't feel like you're hurting anything. Yeah. It just feels like a normal daily activity. Nobody, so, dude, it's... So, like, I see I see a lot of... We see a lot of up-and-comers that we work with, like, that we work with Zephyr and Motive and people who have shot here with us or mm-hmm. for us who are, like, up-and-coming. We try to tell them these same warnings that, like, what we've been through. Mm-hmm. Like we try to tell them the same things, but... We were in that position one time, and it's hard to imagine that it's the truth. That it's the truth until you really go through it. And and again, I'm gonna go back to maybe this is just your experience, you know, and maybe the people you're referring to, or just the community in general, is an evolving community. Maybe they I hope so. Maybe they get better. I would like to think so. Everybody yeah. grows and gets better, you know. Um, but I think, like anybody, they're probably just capitalizing. On an opportunity, and there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing so, wrong with that. If they're anything like me, I'm, I always learn things the hard way. You can tell me, David, behind that wall is metal. I'm like, nah, it's wood. No, it's metal, bro. <laughs> nah, it's wood. I'll, 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 I won't believe you until I go through that process myself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This, I'm, I'm a very hard-headed person like that, just because I don't know. It's just how I'm wired, man. I don't know, and it sucks. Yeah. It, it, but look. There's nothing wrong with people going their own path. Oh, no. As 100%. long as you give them that you did your part, you, you gave you, them you the... You tried. Yeah. And it's not, even, it's not even to say, like, they will have the same experience, you know? Because they might have a different Hopefully experience. Hopefully they don't. Yeah, yeah. What I, what I will say is, like, now that I'm a dad and a husband, I mean, husband doesn't make me a different person, but now that I'm a dad, it's made me a different person. <clears throat> You, um, your life, the, like your train of thought is so much older and more like slow. In the moment? In like in the moment, but also slow in the fact that like 
you take more time to evaluate things. Like to to think about think before you speak. Yeah. Right, yeah, bro. And that's good. What's crazy is <clears throat> like what we're trying to do with this like whole community thing is um let's go back to that. So what we're trying to do with this whole community. Right, we made a whole yeah. 360. What we're actually <laughs> trying to really what what I'm trying to really do, like one of my purposes for building this community is I really want to give back. Like I really want to build like a charity. Like I, I really want our business of the studio and the podcast to get so big that we build a charity for up and coming creators that don't have the opportunity to afford a camera or sick. Um, afford their clientele. Maybe in the future we'll create some platforms that give them the elevation like to get to that realm faster. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> the hardest thing about being a freelance creator is having people trust you. If you don't have word of mouth or you don't have an epic like following or whatever the case may be, a lot of people will just put you off. Eh, yes. No, the, I mean, that is a huge factor. I think the biggest thing is experience and a, por- and a portfolio. I, I, th- I think, I, th- I think if you have a solid portfolio, no one gives a fuck how many followers you have. No yeah. one cares. Yeah. If you, if this dude can do some work, bring or, or maybe he's like a diamond in a rough that he has such a, he's got um, potential. He's got the potential, but he has nothing like that can actually help him get there. Yes. So, so, so like, possibility too. you know, this photography studio, we really want to, or I really, you know, want to do something really different. Like we want to make a photo factory. Yeah. That We're not going to cool. go too deep into that, but we want to make a badass we, photo we, factory. We will make a photo. All right, so I think. All right, I think that's kind of it. Yeah, sorry, we had some technical difficult, <laughs> some technical difficulties with the SD card. I think that's the uh, the end of episode one. Just no, solid man. Yeah, that was solid. We have. I some, feel better. I don't feel so, so yeah, nervous anymore because it's just like a casual, casual conversation. Yeah, yeah. We have some uh, really cool guests coming, so I'm pretty excited for like episode two and beyond. Um, some should controversial we, ones. Should we talk? Wait, what? Oh, the next one? Yeah, some controversial people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some cool, dope topics, like some psychedelics, and I'm pretty excited about... We have... I have five people lined up. The next one, I'm actually really excited. He's a very smart guy, but not only that, he's just such a fun person to be around. He's... <laughs> yeah. Even though he makes fun of me 90% of the time I'm around him, but... He, he does he, that to me, too. He's That's hilarious, just... and he's he's got a lot of perspectives that I'm really interested to hear about. And just talk about. Yeah. So if you've made it this far, we appreciate you listening to Subliminal Thoughts. Subliminal Thoughts. <laughs> um, so that's kind of it for episode one. So thank we'll you, tr- guys. We'll, yeah. Thank you, too. We'll, we'll try and get it up on YouTube. And um, I know Daniel wants to have it on, like, all platforms. So we'll yeah. try and get it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, or Everything. I don't know. We'll, we'll try yeah. and get it on all platforms, too. But, um, yeah, I think that was solid, I think. I had a good time. Hope you guys had a good time. Yeah, for sure I did. Uh, Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you all in episode two. Peace out. Dope. That was good. Yeah, that was good.